Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to the opening drive on 101 ESPN. Randy Carricker with you. Carrie Davis stepped aside for the moment, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, a guy who played here in St. Louis with the Seattle Seahawks and one of the really great players for their Super Bowl teams, K.J. Wright, joins us now on 101 ESPN. K.J., thanks for your t- taking the time this morning. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Well, let's start with this. You had a chance to beat Tom Brady in a Super Bowl, and as it turns out, he's the biggest news of the football offseason so far because of his retirement. What are your memories, and I know they're vivid, of your Super Bowl mm-hmm. against Brady? I mean, it was definitely a night to definitely forget, but um, just facing Tom Brady, I faced him three times, and whenever you step on the field with Tom Brady, you know that it's going to be a tough, tough day for your defense. I mean, he is just hands down. People ask me all the time, who's the best player you play? Without hesitation, I say it's Tom Brady. Just stepping on the football with him, he is definitely the greatest football player of all time and arguably one of the greatest athletes of all time. There's just nothing he can't do on the football field. He is always in the game. He's always prepared. And everyone in the world knows that when this, when the game is on the line, it's a two-minute drill, and they need a field goal or a touchdown, some way, somehow, Tom Brady is going to find a way to execute and bring home a win for his football team and so on. Just a remarkable career. I mean, 20-plus years in the NFL, seven Super Bowls, all-decades team. There's, he's done everything possible under the football sun. And so for me to, you know, a small-town kid from Mississippi to step on the field with him three or four times and beat him and tackle him is just um, remarkable. And, um, you know, job well done for, for him. You got a sack against him? I, I tackled him. I tackled okay, him. You know, okay. he's scrambling and he, you know, he slid and I touched him down. But I didn't didn't get a sack on him. And what, one other thing about Tom Brady, you mentioned how even as a defensive player, you knew that he was going to be able to slice and dice and he could go on that 74-yard drive with 155 to go in no timeouts. But that has to be instinct, right? There are some things that football players can be coached to do and some things that are just instinctive. And it seems like he had – an innate ability to find the open man. Absolutely. I call it the it factor. His, his it factor is, is greater than anyone that I ever faced on the football field. He knew what coverage the defense was in. He knew where the blitz was coming. He knew if you're going to drop eight and he's going to find a way to get the ball to his, his top receiver. And so he just understood the game so well. He's seen it all. He's done it all. And when it comes to the game on the line, he is just so calm. He's so cool under pressure. And um, just facing him, I face so many quarterbacks that get upset, they get rattled. He he does get that, but when he steps on the football field, he does not blink. He does not flinch, not one bit. And so, um, you know, he's just one of a kind. I haven't seen anything close to Tom Brady. And definitely, the hands down, the best player I ever played against. All right, so that being the case, you haven't seen anybody close to Tom Brady, but you did end Peyton Manning's career. Uh, is it safe to say, would you agree that those are one-two? 
One two. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It, it's one two. And I and, and hear me out. I put. I know he didn't win a championship, but I put Philip Rivers in my top five as well. But um, <laughs> you know, facing Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl, you know, the best offense that season in history of the game, and for us to face that offense. And um, you know, hold them to eight points was shows how special our defense was. And so um I played Peyton Manning a few times, never lost to him. But um when he stepped on with his intellect, his intellect is crazy. He just always knew what was going on, making checks at the line of scrimmage. And um, you know, definitely his his name speaks for himself. But that's that's a one two right there. Tom Brady first, then Peyton Manning. Former Seahawks linebacker K.J. Wright with us on 101 ESPN. And K.J., Joe Buck lives here in St. Louis. He's a friend of the show. And he's told us before that, obviously, going to practices for both teams during that week. His wife is from Denver. And in watching both teams, he said, hey, babe, sorry, but your team's in real trouble. Did you guys know that? Did the, did you know that you were going to trample them that day? The Broncos? Yeah, Listen, yeah the Broncos. I was talking to Bobby the when, the week when we was watching film, Bobby Wagner, and I was watching film. I was like, hey, bro, I was looking. I was like, this game does not have to be close. I was looking at the offense. They were okay, but what I was looking on the football film was it was more so bad defense than it was really great offense. And I said, the Denver Broncos have not uh, seen anything rem- anything close to the Legion of Boom. And I knew that when we stepped on that football field, we played our style of football, we uh, prepared, when we played fast, when we trust each other, that this game could potentially be a blowout. I didn't think it was going to be 48-8 to eight or, you know, wherever the score was, 43-8. to eight. But um, I knew that the game was not going to be close. And so um, that young, hungry defense that I was blessed to be a part of, we had our minds ready and prepared. To put that to put that Super Bowl on our back, and so on. Just a phenomenal, phenomenal performance. If you get a chance, and you want to see some really good defense, go back and watch that tape, and you'll see what it looks like because it was hands down one of the greatest performances in Super Bowl history. You guys, it was like you were playing with fifteen guys on the field. You guys I'm were everywhere. <laughs> I'm telling you. And uh, what was the surprising part about this Super Bowl was the Broncos did everything we practiced, everything we prepared for. They didn't. They didn't throw too many wrinkles in their offense, and so that was thoroughly surprising. When you have two weeks to prepare, you expect to see, see some new stuff. But, um, you know, we ran our robber coverage. We ran our cover three like we always do, and they could not figure it out. KJ, when you watch defenses now, when you when you watch games, do you compare what you're watching, especially the, the defenses that are purported to be really good, and compare them to what you guys were with Earl Thomas and Sherman mm-hmm. and yourself and Bobby and, and that great defensive line that got so much pressure? Do you make the comparisons? Absolutely, and I say that we are the standard of this generation. If you want to be considered one of the best, if you want to be considered a really great defense, it has to look kind of close to what we looked like. And I saw two defenses this season that looked like that. And um, I saw them up close and personal. That was the San Francisco 49ers. Um, That defense was just lights out all season. They were just like us in the simplicity of their scheme. They didn't run too much stuff. They'll blitz about four or five times a game. But you know where they're going to be in on defense. But they executed to a very, very high level. And they get very upset when you get anything on their defense. And um, the next defense was the Philadelphia Eagles, just watching them all season. Their pass rush that those guys have, you know, got Darius Slay on the back end. And um, those guys are very hungry as well. And so those are the top two defenses this season I saw that was remarkable, that was pretty close to the Legion of Boom. 
All right, we've got the Super Bowl coming up. We've got Kansas City and Philadelphia. Let's start with K.J. Wright, the defender, going against Patrick Mahomes. And let's just assume that Kelsey is going to be healthy and that uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and Hardman, that Patrick is going to have his guys. What, from from my perspective, you're telling me, Randy, okay, here's what to watch for and here's how to defend them. How do you defend the Kansas City Chiefs? Well, anytime we play anyone, operation number one is to stop the run game. And so I look at Pacheco, and if that young man, if he gets his carries, I believe that the Chiefs really have a great game. And um, But he has to get the ball going. But we all know that the Chiefs are not going to run the ball. <laughs> I mean, they're going <laughs> to hand the ball up here and there to keep you honest. But operation number one is stop number 87. Wherever number 87 is, if he's on your side, if he's on the opposite side, if he's at tight end or a receiver isolated by himself, you have got to know where he is and adjust your defense accordingly, right? Because we know that with Patrick Mahomes, we'll see the health of his ankle. He looked pretty decent last week, but he's going to try to get the ball out to to Kelsey very quick. And they their chemistry, the the relationship that they have, you know that on a big-time matchup and in a, a big-time Super Bowl, He's going to want to get the ball to his guy. And so we know that when we stop him, we have a really good high chance of winning the ball game. All right, now let's look at the other side and a little bit more versatility in terms of running the ball for Jalen Hurts. What do we do against the Eagles? This man, Here's the thing. This offense is more challenging to stop because they can run the ball with Miles Sanders. They can run the ball with Jalen Hurts. They have two number one receivers in A.J. Brown and and Devontae Smith on the outside. They have a solid tight end they could beat you as well. And so who do you take away? Who do you stop? And so this offense is way more challenging. And we haven't even mentioned the offensive line that they have as well. And so so many weapons on this side of the ball. And there's no one guy you can double team. There's no one guy you can pinpoint on this offense that you have to stop because there's so many explosive weapons. And so um, if it's me, if I'm the defensive coordinator, I'm trying to make Jalen Hurst beat me from the pocket and see if he can get the ball to A.J. and to his tightness all over the place. But this is a very hard matchup for any defense. K.J. Wright, you're a big fella. You played at 6'4", 245. Can you imagine a guy like Vilata, the left tackle for Philadelphia, 6'8", 365, and he's like a ballerina. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm telling you, and I played that man last year and just, just so massive and he's so quick and elusive and um just a phenomenal phenomenal football player and you just go across the board with you know you got lane johnson on the other side and uh he's a massive human being as well and so the 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 way that they put this team together the way they drafted where they got aggressive in free agency this is the blueprint of how you want to put together a football team you start with the offensive line you go to the defensive line and you build out from there and so on um, i just love what um long has done with this team and this team is going to be great for many years to come hey kj right before we let you go you had to play the st louis rams from 2011 through 2015 before they left for la and you guys were great and the rams never were but they always gave you problems why was that why why did the st louis rams always give the seattle seahawks problems i hated coming to st louis i mean when you step into the stadium and step onto the football field it was always dark you know you played and you played in the dome it's like they had the lights on 20 percent and um i remember we had to wake up very early it was always an early game the turf was hard. They always pumped noise. Like during the game, I'm convinced that stadium was not that loud. They were pumping noise 
into their stadium and so on. Jeff Fisher just always had those guys going. They had Steven Jackson, um, Robert Quinn, Aaron Donald came on the scene. And um, it was just always hard. And so he just always had that team ready to play. And, and, and honestly, when I was watching those guys on, on defense, it's like they had about 13, 14 guys out there tackling Russell Wilson and so on. Great memories. Can't forget about Larry Nitus and Chris Long. So a lot of solid dudes over in the St. Louis Rams team. Hey, KJ Wright, we know that you have a burgeoning broadcasting career. You're going to be great at it. Great to have some time with you today. We appreciate it. And hopefully, as your career continues to unfold, we'll be able to keep doing this. Let's do it.